keep on talking in the free world. This is Talk That Talk, the official live fan reaction call-in show. Before and after every TFC game all year long. We're here 30 minutes before every TFC game. Phone lines are now open and immediately after every TFC game. TFC fans, call in. Your reaction, your opinions, your predictions. Starting 11. Everyone's your opportunity, your time to shine. Speak your peace. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. And it's uh, there's a lot to talk about. No surprises. Uh, maybe one surprise, I think, in the starting 11 as far as uh, what we saw in the preseason. But I don't know. For me, I think a lot of it is to be expected. And it's going to be interesting uh, everyone's feet are going to be to the fire right from the beginning. There's not a lot of wiggle room. We can't go into the summer not being in a position to challenge for our opportunity to win the MLS Cup. It can't happen. If so, it's going to be a mess. There's going to be a lot of resentment in that room, I think, as opposed to Joy, when Insignia comes in, someone coming into the dressing room, getting paid top dollar when we're falling to pieces. So I'm looking to Bob Bradley and his guidance. I'm expecting Bob Bradley really to shine in this first half of the season because we're going to need him to do so. He's going to be the more important than our players. Bob Bradley is going to be the one that's going to be the most important piece, in my opinion, because he has to play the cards that he's dealt to a certain degree. I mean, he has his players that he selected as well. But he's going to have to do a lot of fancy footwork, if you will, in order to get us to where we need to be. Again, this is Talk That Talk, the official live fan reaction call-in show. All TFC fans and supporters, we're here all year, 30 minutes before the game and immediately afterward. The live link will always be on Off The Hook's Twitter, at The Signal Is Busy. And we'll keep pumping this out. We'll be here before and after every game. We'll keep, pump, keep pumping it out until we get the callers in here. Until then, I'll give my two cents. We'll see if Dom comes in, and away we go. So for the broadcast, right now they're showing the Vancouver game. I don't know. So we're not going to get it until 5.30, I guess. Uh, I thought kickoff was at 5.30, so maybe that that's when they do their pre-show. Uh, I don't know, to be honest, but the starting 11 is out there on the starting 11 is out there on social media. I guess my question to everybody would be, you know, like I said, I've been talking about I've been talking about the back line for us for a long, long time. And you know, now all of a sudden everyone is talking about you know what a mess it is or how concerned they are now that we have Schaffelberg and Marshall Ruddy back there. This is the biggest storyline. I've been talking about this from the beginning. These gaps needed to be filled. And Bob Bradley has chosen his players. Now, I'm sure that – I don't know how short a lease they're going to be on, but it's going to be interesting where Bob Bradley's head is at with these guys. Are these Is, is this his left and right back regardless? Obviously, if things – totally fall off the rails, he's going to make the move. But how much leeway is he going to give these guys? I think that these are the guys. I think that Schaffelberg and Marshall Reddy are the left 
and right wing back. Me personally, I don't expect, I don't expect any changes to be made. I'm expecting them to have a long leash. Good afternoon, kind sir. What's going on? What's happening? In case you missed it to kick it off. Keep on talking in the free world. But just before you begin, Dom, I was saying to everyone, this is Talk That Talk, the official live fan reaction call-in show. We're here 30 minutes before every TFC game this year. And immediately after, we'll be here until we get the callers in here. It's an opportunity for everyone to come in, give your predictions, thoughts, opinions before the game, starting 11, and afterward react. So I'm interested to hear what uh, what you have to say about that. We got Billy Thompson in the house. Billy, if you want to speak, we'd love to hear from you as well. What do you think, Dom? Yeah, man, give Billy a chance. I, um, do we hear? Do we see the starting eleven? Did that come from one soccer? That was it. Yeah. So no. Well, that well, that came from one soccer, right? So here here's the starting the, the starting eleven is what we saw in the preseason with the exception of I don't know if Kerr started every game in the preseason did he I don't I didn't see him start every game but no but obviously obviously so, they're they're thinking highly of him for sure right yeah to start to start him right so um if you didn't see I put it it's uh TFC. I saw it. I saw it, saw I, it? I, I, yeah I, I kind of the only thing I didn't really uh note was uh the goalkeeping who was in that Donald's okay. in that um, Bono gets a lot of fucked up. There's a, this is what I'm saying is that, you know, uh, you and I can talk about this forever and a day as all the fans can, but this is really, truly what I'm interested to hear is that you get snippets from people on Twitter and people can, you know, pop off a little bit, but I really love to hear everyone hash it out week in and week out. Cause people say a lot of crazy shit about Bono. There's a lot of fucking hate on Bono a lot. Yeah. I think, uh, honestly, I, I, I don't, I think there are, there are two, Above average goalkeepers in the league, so I don't. I don't think that's our weakest link. I don't think. I think. How can we do better than Bono? We both thought that he could be better outside. You know, attacking balls outside of his um, off his line, and that was probably my biggest critique of him. Really, not even his distribution, because a lot of goalies don't have good distribution, right? Um, but at this point, I think you have to give him the chance to see if he's the guy, and and to make make him win it or lose it and then move him on. If you're not going to play him every game, he's not our guy, then, you know, eventually he's got to be a piece that you got to move on. Yeah. So let, you know what? And, and so I'll say my two cents. Now what I'd like to do just so we, we get our thoughts on all the starting 11, we'll go right around all the starting 11. So agreed. We've said this before about that. That's where he fucks up a lot where it's like, it, to your point, he's, he's pretty steady, but when he makes a mistake, not knowing when to come out or mishandling balls, like they're glaring errors and that cause goals. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he's bringing to the table. I was saying at the top, you know, Bob Bradley, two things. One, he's going to have to play the cards he was dealt to a certain degree, even though he made a lot of these moves himself to get us through to the summer. But two, there's, there's going to be a lot of attention. This is where we'll go around the horn now. There's going to be a lot of attention on the left and right back decision. Wingbacks. So I think that they're going to, me personally, I think they're going to they're have a long leash. I'd love to know if people think they're going to have a long leash or a short leash. I don't think the first hiccup is going to be yanking these fucking guys out. I think they're going to have a long leash. I, I think so too, but I think that's by necessity. I think that's by necessity, really. But hey, Damon, buddy, what's up? 
Damien, you got something? That, you got any thoughts? We're going around the starting 11, Damien. Appreciate you joining us. If you want to, if you want to join in, we're going through every player. Please put, there we go. I'll accept you now. What's up, Damien? Where you come from? Can you hear us, Damien? All right, if you want to weigh in, jump in anytime, man. Uh, appreciate you joining. So, yeah, by necessity to Hello? a certain degree. What's up, Damien? We can hear you now. Yeah, sorry about that, pal. Yeah, West Yorkshire, man, England. Ah, oh, beautiful. How'd you hear about this? Oh, I'm, I'm a big music fan, pal. Um, went on Spotify, on all apps and stuff. So I just, I found this app randomly, to be honest, pal. Nice. Do you watch TFC? TFC, no. Um, what's TFC? I, I see a Toronto flag here. You know what I mean? Is that uh, soccer, what you call it? Football, you know what I mean? I'm big Leeds United fan, mate. Football, yeah. soccer, <laughs> Premier League. Yeah, exactly. One of our players just went over to uh, Richie Larray. Just went over to Nottingham, I guess, in the championship, Tom. What's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I, yes. I, I keep up to date with it, mate. Yeah, Nottingham Forest, definitely. Yeah. So we're just going around. Uh, so I don't know if you, if you want to, like I said, if you want to have a listener chime in, we'd love to hear your thoughts. But if you don't watch MLS or TFC, how do you guys feel about it over there? How do you feel about the MLS? Oh. To be honest, right, on a personal on a personal opinion, right, MLS to me, it's growing, yeah. And years ago, I'm 31 now, knocking on oh, 30, nearly, okay. nearly 31. But in my opinion, the MLS, it's growing, man. Yeah, there's got, it's, in the next 20 years, I think it's there's going to be more European players. For, for that in, um, Napoli striker, he's gone over to Toronto lately, hasn't he, if I believe. So... He, you know what I mean? He's exact, I can't pronounce his name, you know what I mean? From Napoli anyway. Yeah. But yeah, honestly, you know what I mean? And there's talking papers, Messi, Ronaldo, for example, going over. And it is going to get stronger. Into Miami, for example, Beckham stuck over that, aren't they? So, yeah, in my opinion, it, it, it and it's cool. You know what I mean? It's different to Premier League. And, you know, yeah. it, and, and Zlatan going over. You know, he went over, right? Even though we're knocking on his late, foot, <laughs> nearly 40-year-old, but he was still doing business. And when Gerard went over, for example, you know what I mean? Still, could still do a bit, could still do a job, you know, in Premier League. But yeah, yeah, look, I love it. I, I, I don't watch a lot of it, but what I know of it, you know what I mean? I, you know, I should watch more, but yeah, it's brilliant, man. But I like London, Landon Donovan, stuff like that. I remember him, Clint Dempsey and stuff like that. So, amazing, mate. Yeah, 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 quality. But like I said, yeah. wait, I don't, you know, with franchise as well, you know what I mean? Fans are getting involved more, aren't they, for example? And, and you know I'm not an expert, but I guess there's like there's money going to be generated. And me being a Leeds fan with San Francisco 49ers, you know what I mean? They're taking over us in next. Well, I don't know if it's official now. I don't know if they have taken over. And uh, to be honest, mate, me being a Leeds United fan now, Marcelo Bielsa has been been well, he's been relieved of his duties, which is not cool, man. It's like oh, it's like something. I'm gutted about it, mate. So yeah, all good though. Besides that, mate. Yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting perspective that uh, I think you know we agree that uh, the MLS is going to have a very, is going to be highly placed on I think on a global level with soccer down the road as time goes I, on. Certainly. I do agree. I do agree. And and uh, a, a personal opinion, right? Well, because I do think a lot. You know what I mean? So I love I love football, man, soccer, whatever. You know what I mean? But I with Champions League, right? 
with European, I mean, it's European, I mean, blah, blah, blah. But I personally believe the MLS should be involved in the Champions League in, in the future, if that makes sense. I do think it should be global, not just European, the Champions League. I really do believe that. You know, basically what I'm saying is with the MLS League, so it is getting stronger, you know what I mean? And it's getting cooler, which I've always said. You know, I'm, again, I'm not an expert in money and all that, but, you know, obviously there's a lot of money in MLS, in my opinion. So I personally believe the MLS should be, like, involved with the Champions League, if that makes sense. And in our country, what I'm trying to say is, like, Celtic and Rangers, for example, yeah, coming out of the Premier League, that should be official. That that should be made, you know what I mean? It shouldn't be, you know, the SPL and yeah. the Premier League. It should be it should be together. And what I'm trying to say is that I, I'm a big believer in I think in the future the MLS or you know the teams in MLS, the best teams in, in the MLS will be part of um a Champions Champions League format in the future. That's my personal opinion. If it's money or you know, that's I, I, well personally I do think it's gonna be over money, money talks, but that is my personal opinion, and that's what I do believe in the future it's there's going to be a Champions League that's going to be like, you know, basically, I do think the MLS will be involved. I think you're right. You know what I mean? I, I think you're that. right. I think yeah. you're right because there's only so far for it to grow on the other side of the planet exactly. and it's done it. Like it's done. It's reached capacity. Yeah. And they're going to look around and say, okay, how does yeah. this thing get bigger? How do we generate more money? How do we, you know, and, and, and exactly. there's another, you know, yeah. you have to include teams from, you know, that, that are not, not included in it. That's the only way to do it. You want, or you have yeah. to add a women's champions league. Like yeah. this is, this is what has to happen. This is our exactly. opening day, Damon. This is our, uh, our opening day for our, our squad. So uh, for us, I think we're like 14 minutes away from a game time of our opening day. So you, you, you can, uh, yeah. So for us, it's, it's, you know, it's pretty good because <laughs> we have uh, Lorenzo and Zignia. That's the guy you were mentioning. He's, he's coming in. June. That's so, I mean, and we're just we're yeah, just yeah, holding yeah. we're just holding a spot at the table for him uh, until he gets here in 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 July and hopefully uh, there's still a good chunk of the season. It's worthwhile, you know, to bring him in uh, halfway through so we can, you know, there's still mm-hmm. uh, there's still we're still above the because uh, we have playoffs here. We don't have regulation, right? So yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah so off. we have. Yeah, so hopefully we're still in playoff contention by the time he gets here, but. They reached in our club, uh, TFC, uh, Toronto FC, has reached into the Serie A Italian player pool for uh, not just one, not just Lorenzo Zinga, but also for Domenico uh, uh, Cristo, uh, which is another Serie A player. So I think there's like three Serie A players that are coming to our squad before the end of the season. Right. That's cool. That's cool, mate. Yeah, Lorenzo Insignia, like you said, you know what I mean? And to be honest... Toronto, I, I, I'd love to go to Toronto. Lovely part of the world, you know what I mean? Canada, obviously, capital and that, you know what I mean? It'd be amazing. But yeah, to be honest, man, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you said, man, you know what I mean? I- so let me just, so, sorry, guys. Sorry, Damien. I, I hate to jump in, but I just wanted to say a couple of things and then I wanted to, and then uh, I wanted to get, just go around the horn for the starting 11 before we are 15 minutes away from kickoff. But I just wanted to go back to what you said, which I agree with 100%. I've been saying a long time, and I know that, you know, it, it might it might have seemed far-fetched at the time, but now it's sort of come to fruition is that I believe the, the, only, the only real hurdle in the end for MLS will be the Premier League. I personally believe it will overtake the Premier League as the greatest soccer league in the world. That's me personally, mm. but 
I do. Yeah, and I do. what I love I about what you said is yeah. here you are. I do believe that. I do. So yeah, but I do believe that I've you know I'm thirty one. Yeah, I, I, I believe that for years. You know, but yeah, so well, go for that, it. Yeah, go. Love, yeah, sorry. No, no. So I'm I, I just I'm shocked. I'm pleasantly surprised because you know we this is this is what we're doing here. It's an opportunity for people to connect mm. all around the world and talk about it. But I'm shocked to hear you it, feel of the yeah. same mindset because I was wondering. Right on the other side of the I world, do. I thought they might I look do. down on it, but you're talking. No, 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 no. To be honest, so but in you know, I'm, I'm, I've been, I'm a big Leeds United fan, man. I mean, I'm watching Leeds. In, I've been, I've been a big football fan now since like I'm 31 in May, yeah. So I've been a big fan since uh, football since 1999, 2000. That's when, I, you know what I mean. And you know, and then as you go along, man, you see all these games. Uh, big Leeds fan. I've been through the up and downs. You know what I mean? Everything, man. But these days, it's all about. I, I love listening to talk sport, for example. I love listening to like tactical football. I love. I love listening to like the business end of it. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. You know what I mean? So I've watched a lot of football over the years, and you know what I, mean? I love it, man. But my, but again with MLS, you know what I mean? I do think. To be honest, when Chinese Super League came along, yeah, I thought, hey, we'll put you know money talks here now, money talks. You know what I mean? But again, the MLS, right? I smut. Special and different. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to call it soccer because I'm football. Yeah, I'm English. It's football, man. I mean, but it it has something different, right? And I've always thought it's going to take over one day. And um, I remember, like, thinking again, I'm 31. When I was 21, I used to think, like, yeah, in 20 years, 30 years, MLS is going to take over. You know what I mean? So they used to watch a lot of it. You know what I mean? It's just what you think. It's 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 entertaining, isn't it? You know what I mean? And Americans are cool players, man. You know what I mean? It's awesome. I don't. I can't. Yeah, Damien. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry to jump in one second. I apologize. I want to go. I want to get to the starting eleven. So stay with us, please. Thank and you, uh, have a listen on what we think about as we go around the horn. Sorry to interject, yeah. but yeah, I'm, sorry, I'm hoping you're on. gonna. I'm hoping you're gonna come back, Dom. So we're on. We're on. Sh- we're going around. So we started with Bono for Schaffelberg. Dom, your thoughts on him coming into this game and then just moving forward. I uh, like I said, is that I think that uh, I think he's going to be given a long leash. Me personally. Yeah, I think so too. I think, uh, and you know, you, you you stack him up with in front of Pozuelo and Bradley. He's got some, uh, he's got some leadership there, and he's he's starting what left back. So I think he's going to have a long leash. You're going to get your. We're going to we're going to see if that's a, a a fit. We're probably we're probably months in, into a project here. That's what I think. Yeah, and so we're going for for everyone listening. This is Talk That Talk, the official live fan reaction call in show. Thirty minutes before and immediately after every Toronto FC game all season long, and. You know, our now we have our left wing back, wing back, and right wing back. These are brand new players, fairly new players to the team. Marshall Reddy at 17 years old, and then Schaffelberg really last year being introduced. But not only that, two players that this is their first time playing these positions. And for me, I think an important piece. I mean, fuck, this guy's playing only two backs. Really, he's playing Salcedo and uh, who's on the other side, Mavinga. Right, so he's playing Salcedo and Mavinga. Salcedo new to Mavinga. the team, both both kind of high risk, you know, high risk high reward type of defenders. Salcedo, I guess, hopefully he's a little bit more stay at home than Mavinga, but both high risk high reward defenders in front of a keeper that doesn't really thrive on coming out to attack the ball, and then on either side you got a left back and a wing back who they're you know they're looking to them to provide offense and width, but also. 
it's their work rate. Their work rate is going to be the key to at least trying to keep some of this together and Bradley in the middle to be able to help. But I mean, there's a lot fucking going on defensively to make all that work. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, it's definitely it's definitely a risk. But I mean, I, I can't I can't see where where else do you bring this in? Like, if it's not now, when? Right. So, um, I think Kerr's job, uh, Marshall Ruddy could could probably be pushed up the field if they don't like it. Uh, what they see from him back there, Kerr might lose his spot, and they'll push uh, Rudy up the field there. I think that's that's definitely possible. Like that that might be a shorter project, but I think. Uh, Schaffelsberg is probably a longer one, to be honest with you. I think we're going to be with Insignia coming. We're going to be okay with uh, starting a, a mini project there. Or even if Kamar Lawrence works something out because he's still under contract and he's not totally gone yet. So you might see, we might see a little bit of, uh, of, of some cycling there, but. Yeah. It's interesting because you got McNaughton, you got Caden Chong, you got like Kamar Lawrence isn't on the, it isn't on the subs right now, but. To your point, I mean, I didn't know he was still there under contract. And you got, um, you got what I always get the mixed up Peruzza and Petrasso. The left back is, uh, yep. I can't get it right in my head. The left back is Peruzza. Petrasso is the striker. The left back is Peruzza. Yep. Right. So you got people yep. coming off the bench, but this is who he's starting. And like I said, they're working. Shuffelsburg with is going to forgive. Everything is going to be forgiven because of his width. He's our only offensive. He's our only offensive threat currently to be able to deliver balls in and his work rate. And then Marshall Ruddy is poised on the other side, but uh, there's a lot of responsibility in that triangle in the middle with what's going to be equate to a triangle with Bradley Salcedo and Mavinga. But move, now moving up to offensively. Just talking about Kerr, I mean, who was who was playing where Kerr is playing in the preseason? Was it Achara? Achara? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think Kerr, the last preseason game was the first game that he started, Dom. I don't know. I can't remember, but that's the interesting choice to me. I, yeah, I, I think uh, it's, it's hard to say, right? Achara could have a, a, a little injury, uh, although uh, I think Manning confirmed that most of the guys – got out of training camp without a major soft tissue injury in one of his interviews. So most of the squad should be, um, you know, should be uh, available, but maybe a char is going to come in um, a little bit later. It's hard to say. say, So, so, and my boy, you know, what the the most encouraging part. So offensively, like I said, it's going to be challenging and, you know, I know that I looked at uh, online a lot of people's predictions. A lot of people are expecting, you know, Pozuelo to return to form. I, I've cautioned everybody against that. I continue to caution is that even when he won the MVP and he was in fine form, the fucking guy is not an offensive minded player and he's not a creative He's not a he's not a creative minded player to the degree that people think that he is. I think they're remembering him incorrectly. And then Osorio, of course, is is not that type of player at all. But he gave us a little bit of creativity with Team Canada and in the preseason. So for me, that's what I think of those two in the middle. I think that I've, the fucking irony is, Dom, is that as of late. Pozuelo looks more defensive minded than Osorio and Osorio is the one that we've been chastising for years to give us more offensive opportunity. I mean, I'd love to know what do you think about these two guys now bringing us through to the summer? 
Yeah, I think you need targets, man. You need guys up up top that are running targets, like that are going to bring a ball down, and you know, a junk ball or, or a, a, you know something in, over a shoulder. Not always like a you know a clean through ball, but I, I think we'll see. Uh, I, I think what we see here is um, <laughs> a, a fast lineup. Like it's quick, right? It's quick. So I think Kerr is probably going to tuck in a little tighter than he looks. I don't think he's going to be out. Yeah, I think that I think that you're right about that. It's a good point because you got Marshall Ruddy coming over there. Who's going to be looking right. over? That's what I think, and I think uh, it, it might look a little bit different. That's just the way it's scribbled down on a piece of paper, but it's going to look like you know Kerr maybe slipping even um, just above or just behind uh, Jimenez. But I think uh, honestly, with, with what we have, this is this is what this is probably the fastest, and he probably went with who's who's the healthiest at this point in time. So this is what we got. I mean, what what else is what else is there? You got Cade and Chong. Right, you have some young guys that are, but this is he probably put the prof, more more as many professionals on the field as possible, right? Here, and so uh, we got five minutes left. Um, so here, here's what I'm thinking offensively, and like I said, it, it's a challenge because I, so here's here's how I feel it's going to look offensively, and I'm going to give you three the three guys that I'm really looking that I believe are going to shine today, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. I think offensively, it is solely going to be there's not going to be much diversion from that. Is I think that Schaffelberg is going to provide the majority of offensive opportunities with his uh, balls wide being swung in. I don't think that that's going to be any surprise. I think they're going to be early and often. Two, so I'm looking for him to be one of the players of the game for me. Two, I think Osorio, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I do believe it. I think that we're going to get a little bit of a little bit of creativity and some deliveries and through balls possibly from Osorio. I'm not expecting him to work miracles because this is not his game, but I do believe he's shown me enough with Team Canada in the last window that I think we're going to get a little bit from him. And then, of course, my boy who I'm – and I'm, I'm expecting Jesus to finish balls. That goes without saying. But I'm expecting big things from Jaden Nelson. Jaden Nelson, if you're out there, listen, man, you've been fucking looking for a way in. I thought you played – you know, people were shitting on this guy in that last preseason game in the first half. They said he was all over the place. He didn't know how to attack. I disagreed 100%. I felt like he looked great. He played both sides. And I think Bradley agreed, and that's why he's getting the start. But this is a big opportunity for him. It, he, I don't think, is going to be given a long leash. So I'm expecting big things from him. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think so too. I, I think the same. I think we'll probably see uh, a shorter leash for him, and uh, it could look a little bit different. Like if you get up on a goal, we might, you know, you might haul him off the pitch and put in uh, maybe uh, a Kello, like you know, just to tighten up the midfield, right? Or something like he, he'll be a guy that comes off first. Um, I'm thinking Kerr gets a goal here today. I think uh, a through ball. He, he looked really good. He's okay. hungry and uh, he's been playing well. So I think he gets his gets his first. I think there's a few guys um, that probably don't know how powerful he is too. And I think he's stronger than stronger than he looks. And I think he's gonna uh, probably provide yeah. provide a nice. Someone's gonna give him a nice through ball in, and he'll get something finished. I think that's a good point because I think that, like I said, is that for a lot of people, Jaden Nelson was a surprise in the starting 11, and I think Kerr was too. And I think you make a good point that clearly Bradley is expecting that type of game from him as well. That's why he's in there, right? Yeah, not a full game, though. I don't think these guys are playing full games. No, so agreed, like, yeah. These are, like, this is a different level. This is the beginning of the season, and you know these, these are kids still. You know, I, I don't think Kerr is more than 20 years old, if I had to guess. Yeah, and I mean, for for – our center striker, 
you know, we're expecting massive things from Jesus. Yep. You can't be coming into the fucking team at top dollar and your name is Jesus and not deliver. Yeah, like, the, the, was there, was there a confirmation on that deliver. salary? Huh? Was there a confirmation on salary? I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. I don't know the answer. Yeah, I'm, neither do I. Um, but yeah, I'm expecting big things from him. And then uh, I guess finally, I wanted to just touch on uh, going back to Damien. I wanted to give Damien the last word. I wanted to say this to you, Damien, is that, so of course, we've been watching MLS for a long, long time. Okay. And again, to your, so going back to what you said, I mean, I've always believed that the first shoe to drop would be the level of play. And that would be increased from South America and Central America, Central America, which has come to fruition. And then, you know, slowly but surely, we stop accepting retirees from Europe and we start really developing our own talent. And then it's being acknowledged and the level of play is increasing. But going back to your Champions mm. League, Dom and I were talking offline literally yesterday. And this is something that we discussed. And I mean, I think that is extremely important. And I believe we will see it. Is the Champions League is the measuring stick of the greatest clubs in the world. And the FIFA World Club, uh, World Club, whatever the fuck it's called, the yeah. FIFA Club World Cup, yeah, yeah. is World dying, Club right? Club. So yeah, yeah, the yeah. new, yeah, it's fucked, isn't it? Yeah, useless. It's, it's, it's there though. You can't move them, but it's there. Yeah. So the new, but the new, the next new wave of tournament to measure the best teams in the world will definitely be a glo- quote unquote global Champions League, mm. and then that, then from there. Yeah, MLS will get the big contract from ESN, ESPN, the big TV deal, and they'll be able to pay players. But I wanted to give you the final word, Damien. I agree, man. I mean, totally, in my opinion, it's going to happen in the future. I do believe MLS clubs are going to be involved with European clubs, you know what I mean? And for me, it's a good thing, in my opinion. It's good to expand, and it's good to see what happens in the future, so... All I can say is basically, pal, you know what I mean? Let's see what happens and go from there because it is good. It's, inev- it's, it's inevitable, to be honest. So I'd love to see it. But what I'd love to see more is Leeds United getting top six at the I- moment. <laughs> and, you know, Marcelo Bielsa, man, you're a god. <laughs> and I idolise you, man. You're an oasis, mate. I idolise you big time, mate. So... <laughs> I love yeah. it. I, I'm so glad you called in and I'm so glad we heard your perspective. Love uh, it. Really Toronto, great. Toronto, Toronto now are my second, you know, second team, to be honest, mate. You know what I mean? Leeds United forever, but yeah, Toronto now, man. I've just been looking into it on Google, you know what I mean? Yeah, man, you got, you got a tasty team, mate. So, yeah, I'll be in, mate. I'll be there, but I'll be watching, I'll be listening, mate. <laughs> Thank you very much. Lovely. We appreciate it. So we expect you back every week, man. We'd love to hear your insight. Certainly love that you're watching. Yeah, lovely, man. I'm, I'm, I'm grieving at the moment, mate. You know what I mean? Marcelo Bielsa, it's like, it's like losing a loved one. You know what I mean? But another thing, man, we're getting, we're getting an American manager with me, uh, Jesse Marsh. So what's he all about, mate? You know what I mean? That's it. That's who's coming into Leeds United next. So some guy called Jesse Marsh, man. You know what I mean? So. I'll I'll be keeping my eye on him, mate. You know what I mean? Definitely. But yeah, Marcelo Bielsa, man, love you and. Uh, all leads out way, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, okay, so uh, Dom is gone. Game's about to start. We appreciate. Hope you. Uh, good luck. Hope you good out. luck with your game, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big win for you, man. Hey, gonna happen. I'm gonna, you take care. Parting, I'm gonna give you some parting words as I always do. Keep on talking in the free world. <laughs> Live forever, brother. Live forever.